4: Keep you you know don't hour number two of fitzy and heart coming at you on boston sports original 93.7 fm weei and weei.com if you missed the first hour of course you can subscribe to the fitzy and heart podcast or make sure that you check out the six rings and football things podcast That's a part of our great family of podcasts here at W.E.I. Of course, that includes uh, the hashtag dork podcast, Brad Foe show, the skate pod and so many other ones and possibly some new podcasts coming to a feed near you soon. We'll be back tomorrow with you, of course. Nice little tease here for the program as soon as Dolphins and Patriots wrap up from Hard Rock Stadium tomorrow in the heat and humidity of Miami Gardens, Florida. Make sure you lock it in here on WEI as Hart and I will bring you all the news, opinion, analysis and more that you need on the Six Rings post-game show. But before we get to our preview of tomorrow's game, Andy, you said you had a little burgeoning theory about something in the NFL and you thought I and perhaps the audience
2: as well may find it fascinating. Do tell sir. So there's been a little bit of buzz lately about the fact that the Olymp the Olympics, not Olympics Olympics will include flag football, right? A little mm-hmm. buzz and NFL teams are like, "Yeah, we want our players to be involved." There's been talk of Tyreek Hill and others and how fun they'd be to watch on a flag football field on a global stage. Uh, I know Tom Brady even joked about like, "Wait, how is anybody else going to compete with us? Like we're going to smoke other" Uh, countries And maybe that's the case. But Ooh, I am Brady coming out of retirement. Side note real
4: quick. Now that you bring this up, Brady coming out of retirement, if you will, or at least just playing flag football at the age of 50 in 2028. I'm a thousand and ten percent
2: here for that. Yeah, he's the one way we might lose if he's a little old, a little long in the tooth. But anyway, um, and I know some people have a, a fear of talking about, say, sacks. And when guys land on quarterbacks and you're like, that's 15 yards, what was the 350-pound man supposed to do? Float after he hit the quarterback? Like, it's not possible. Oh, just like Christian
4: Barmore got a $13,000 fine this week for barely running into Josh Allen the second he released the football.
2: Might as well just put flags on him is a common refrain. And I firmly believe that's the direction we're going. Troy Vincent has even said uh, as much, you know, where do you see the NFL in 100 years flag football? I believe the Olympics is a test balloon to see how popular and enjoyable flag football is played at the highest level with the best athletes. The working part of my theory is also here. The NFL has a union, they have a CBA, and obviously that's all players, right? It's not just Mm -hmm. quarterbacks and wide receivers. That's linemen, defensive linemen, offensive linemen, tackles. Connor McDermott, who just got promoted to the active roster for the Patriots, he's in that uh, uh, union and he's represented. I think the star players are going to sell out the fat guys, the linemen at some point. And I think in a, a negotiation at some point, a bargaining chip will be used The league says, okay, we want to go to flag football. We legitimately want to get rid of the hitting in football, the injuries, the violence, all of that. We tried it in the Olympics. It worked. Everybody was cheering when Tyreek Hill was scoring touchdowns, making moves. We believe that can be the foundational sport for us moving forward. And the players say, okay, we'll do it for guaranteed contracts. So when Patrick Mahomes throws to Travis Kelsey, he will be doing so as a guaranteed contract, and the cost of doing business will be cutting ties with their fat guys. That's my working theory that in the not maybe not in our lifetime because we're getting a little older, Fitzy, mm-hmm. but you will see 20 years from now, 30 years, 40 years from now, flag football will be the National Football League. There will be guaranteed contracts because the quarterbacks, the wide receivers, and the athletes, much like they did in the late 80s, if you remember. There was a separate union for quarterbacks. They broke free from the NFLPA and formed their own union. I think the skill players are going to sell out the fat guys, and they're going to be in business with the owners of flag football moving forward. Wow. I
4: I actually kind of thoroughly totally and completely subscribe to this idea that the reason why there's going to be flag football in the 2028 summer olympics is because the nfl which is an almighty and powerful international sports entity at this point not just the dominant north american sport but slowly becoming the second biggest sport in the world next to of course the other football with an f and a u that they would lean on the ioc and say hey Uh, we're thinking that this is probably the way this is going to go. Like you said, let's float that balloon. Let's see how it works out here. And if people respond to it globally, if people respond to it domestically, if our stars are into it, there's a chance this may be the way to go to to prolong careers, to prevent CTE, debilitating injuries, and so many of the other unfortunate but necessary side effects, if you will, uh, the effects of football. I would not be surprised by that in the least. I wouldn't. And think about this, too, Andy, if the NFL, which, of course, used to be a billion dollar entity and wanted to grow itself into a 20 billion dollar entity. And they've done that now and they probably want to get to be a 50 billion dollar entity. What's the fastest way to do that? Globalizing. And what's the easiest way to globalize? Take all the contact and the expensive equipment out of it. Just put a belt on everybody with two dangling pieces of cord. Yep. uh, And tell them that they're not going to, you know, blow out their knees or they're not going to have head like it. Wouldn't surprise me in the least. Now, you may lose out on the, quote, fat guys, if you will. You're guaranteed to. You're and, still going to have to have some block. And now is it going to be y- seven on seven contact free, or will there be blocking like there is in the younger versions of
2: flag? Football? Oh, no, it'll be some slight contact free version, and it'll just be athletes. There'll be nobody on the field gonna, above Then it's like, going to be like a bad NBA pounds.
4: all-star game with footballs. I'm
2: just telling you that's why they're doing it in the Olympics, and that's why also if you look around the league, What's the biggest complaint in the NFL gen- generally? Quarterbacks, okay. We're, we're still going to need long. those. But offensive linemen, no, offensive linemen. Every game is ruined by offensive linemen. All, every national game I watch, the crew is the games talking about These are ruined how by bad quarterback play this year. This well, year, it seems to me. Well, there, like is there is some of that. There is some of that. And some of that is due to the fact that the game is played at such a high level. Um, I think just letting them be athletes because all these guys come up through the Cam Newton um world of 7 on 7 which is sort of the new AAU of the football world i think they're they're going to be they're like yeah this is what i do i do it all summer 7 on 7 flag football you call it whatever you want we do it all summer and they don't have to adjust to real football quote unquote cuz i can tell you there's coaches everywhere every that say yeah that's great you won your 7 on 7 tournament this summer We'll see when real football rolls around in August and September if you actually play the sport that we're playing. Well, guess what? Someday you won't be playing that sport. You'll be playing seven-on-seven or flag football, and that will be football. And the poor fat guys, who some places don't have enough of at the high school level, it's, it's tough to find linemen now and develop them. They're going to stop developing them. There will be no linemen because it'll all be flag football. The skill players are taking over the world for better or worse.
4: Yep, That's the fantasification, if you will, of football. And now it could be the flagification of football. And these guys that lose all this weight, like take a look now at Dan Copin, at Matt Light, all these offensive linemen who have shed that 100 pounds of extra bulk that they put on so they could play center guard, tackle, offensive line in the NFL. They all say the same thing. Our bodies aren't meant to be this right. big. We're not supposed to hold on to all this weight. This is just what we have to do to stop the other super muscular, super fast, or super wide brohemoths and, you know, gorgons that are trying to get across the line and stop our play, blow up our offense, or at least sack our quarterback from doing their jobs. If those guys didn't have to be at that weight, that height, that's that, that size, that girth again, I don't know. Interesting. It's a very interesting theory. Folks, if you tuned in today just thinking, you know, I could use a little late afternoon companion radio while i rake some leaves while i get ready for tonight's uh, adult halloween costume party while i mow the lawn get your last mow into the season whatever you didn't if you didn't think that you were going to get something interesting new and fresh like andy hart's olympic flag football theory well you kind of underestimated and hart because that's how we do andy now let's turn quickly to tomorrow's game at one o'clock patriots at the dolphins pats coming in at two and five the mirror image five and two the miami dolphins they are a nine and a half point favorite still on the FanDuel sportsbook if you will uh the line really hasn't moved that much this week it had one major move it opened at 12 and a half, then a couple of injuries including the possibility tyreek hill wouldn't be playing dropped it to nine and a half looks like the dolphins are getting healthier at this point Jalen Ramsey has been activated for tomorrow's game, though the Patriots vow to be prepared for one of the best cornerbacks in football to make his debut with his new team, the Dolphins. Uh, you may get Mostert. Who knows how much you'll get out of Waddle and Hill as well. This, to me, like I said earlier, I'm calling it the fraud bowl because one of these teams is gonna, one of these teams is gonna prove that they're a bigger fraud than the other. The Patriots could they? Really, be back? Could they be more than just a one-off and an anomalous effort of last week? Miami, are they better than you think? Are they? Uh, are they finally going? to... Now, I know if they beat the Patriots, that they still will not have beat a winning team this year. But obviously, Pat's played pretty well last week and defeated a game Buffalo Bills squad that you know may have uh, made a few mistakes last week and still doesn't look quite right. But it's a really big game, so I'm going to ask you this, and then uh, I'm going to throw it to Trend and Break when you come back. Tell me this, if the Patriots win tomorrow, what will happen? And if the Patriots lose tomorrow, what will happen? So I want to get your fresh take on what will the fallout be for the Patriots if they win, which would be a surprise, obviously, or if they lose as many Expect tomorrow. an audience, we would like to hear the same from you at 617-779-7937. Wayne, Charlie, Mike, Rick, don't you guys go anywhere. I'm going to get to your calls as well. When Fitzy and Hart rolls on here at WEEI, and we're even going to pay some bills on the way. But first, let's catch you up on everything in the wide world of sports that is trending now.
2: How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix,
4: On a Saturday, Halloween weekend, here it's Fitzy and Hart on Boston Sports Original, 93.7 FM, WEI. Andy, during the break, I was just doing a little uh, doom-scrolling uh, slash perusing of uh, the X, if you will, or the artist formerly known as Twitter for some yeah. uh, quality content or some news updates, whatever we may need to fold into the batter here. Uh, Sammy P., who does the uh, gambling, he's the gambling expert, the wagering expert, if you will, over for uh, at Nessun. Uh, he's got a great... <laughs> tweet out got this text from a buddy when you need kansas plus 9.5 but you're at a wedding mass it's a dude on the the kneel stand in the pew he has his phone down by his ankle so he
2: i don't think that's okay i'm not sure god's okay
4: can we get a can we get a ruling from the upstairs does the lord give us a ruling on this one how do we feel i mean come on if you got to get that
2: yeah that feels
4: you and i okay hold on you and i are long since past the wedding season if you will like yeah uh, In addition to the fact that we've both been married uh, for a long time, I'm not sure how long you and Mrs. Hart have been uh, wedlocked, but, you know, I'm coming up on 17 years, et cetera. Like, there's that time in your 20s to early 30s where you just go to weddings all the time. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I missed a lot of games or I had a lot of big scores, uh, a lot of big scores that I had to, like, keep, keep in touch with, keep track of, et cetera. You know, I would have to like there was there was no portable TV. We didn't have TV on our phones back then. We could barely get enough signal to refresh and get a score. But tell me that during wedding season or when we were just all going through this two decades ago, if you had the possibility to bring live television
2: with you in your pocket on the world's most popular supercomputer everywhere, you wouldn't have done this. Oh, and and people found ways. There were the little portable TVs. It was like a handheld radio, but it was a TV with a little teeny screen and and the fold-out telescoping antenna you pointed up, and you could get, like, I remember using one of those at a wedding. And it wasn't mine. I didn't provide it. My wife was not happy. She thought it was quite disrespectful. But um, I over to Oh, so and to as see my wife would on. be mortified. <laughs> um, and then there was always like, oh, when you get to the reception, like, do I have a table near the bar? Does the bar have a TV? Can I see it from my seat? How how long can I spend in the bar area avoiding the actual reception? No, no, no. Yeah, it was a different time. But bringing it into the church and, and hiding it on the, the pew, like, I feel like God wouldn't really like that if you're into god i'm not saying everybody's into yeah, god i'm just Lord, saying the the divine uh divine providence if you will the heavenly spirit etc. saying i feel Understand. like you know the, wherever this bible, you may happen to go for nuptials this bible podcast i'm i'm listening to in the old testament and there's very specific rules that need to be followed and all of these things and you're giving you know you're burning goats at the altar and all these very specific oh. ways you had to do things mm-hmm. i feel like that version of christianity I don't think you're supposed to be watching a football game that you gambled on. I'm not sure you're supposed to gamble. Never well, maybe, mind, watch maybe, the game.
4: Well, maybe, you know, maybe that would be one of the ways people could sort of like try out or audit churches, if you will, whether you, you know, perhaps you have a certain degree of faith and you're, you know, are you a Presbyterian, a Baptist, Episcopalian, whatever it happens to be? Like, you just walk in, like, um, how do you guys feel about same game parlays? Just and wondering. how's the uh,
2: how's the Wi Fi in here? How's Can that? I get good? What's the reception like? <laughs> Can I um five G? Do I get five G in here? Because I'm going to need to watch some stuff oh, occasionally funny. on Sundays, and uh, Sundays. Andy,
4: so I asked you before the break. Uh, yeah, tomorrow's game, which we have dubbed rather important, essential, pivotal. Pivotal. It's I, you, I'm not going to call it must win because there's still a way the Patriots could play a great game. It could be a nip and tuck affair. One two, Three point loss. Who knows? You know, we all know that there is no uh, haunted house, no house of horrors in New England anyone is possibly going to go to this weekend that would be more terrifying than uh, Miami Gardens, uh, Joe Robbie Stadium, now Hard Rock Stadium, is to the Patriots, as they are 17 and 41 in their time traveling down to Miami <laughs> to play the Dolphins ever since the franchises were born. So it is a complete horror show for them down there. Uh, they could still lose the game and make progress and headway towards a relevant and competitive season as well. If they win, it could be massive. But tell me your quick take before we jump on some phones here. How do you think things play out? What happens to the Patriots
2: first if they win the game tomorrow? So obviously, I mean, I'm not breaking any ground here. The turnover battle is going to be huge. You, mm-hmm. The, the Dolphins have proven you they can turn the ball over. They're actually a minus turnover team. And I think they're like 23rd in the NFL in turnover differential because they're so good. They can overcome it. Oh, yeah. And we'll get you next time. We'll go 80 with Tyreek next time. And we'll they are a team that can overcome a negative turnover differential. The Patriots are not. They, they're a quick strike. They're a quick strike. High powered offense. Correct. The Patriots. farrow Brown's their best player at sometimes on offense. And um, there's no disrespect Excuse to Farrell me. Brown.
4: You have to, you have to, you have to address him appropriately. Now it is legend in the making, Faro Brown. Yes,
2: and I like him. I love him. Um, you know, the, you know my jersey test. He's coming up the the home stretch. He's on the outside, Faro Brown. Maybe somebody's going to buy a Faro Brown jersey with the plays he's making, oh. but they can't turn the ball over. Whether it's Mac Kendrick, Bourne, the running backs, Demario Douglas can't turn the ball over. Of course. And there's going to be some semblance of the the gtfb remember in week two we saw the real version with three safeties back yeah like the three know, safety look absolutely. you're not getting by us you're not doing it we're not going to let you no you can do whatever you want up there but you're not getting by us short there's games gonna be, paper cuts
4: yep. henpeck yes exactly and they'll They'll need to do. They'll need to do all that. But I'm also looking for Andy. I apologize if I didn't frame the question correctly. I'm also sort of looking for like, let's say they win tomorrow. Yes, I agree. They need to play the <laughs> same way they played last Sunday. They win. need to not turn the ball over. They need to. That, they need to have an efficient offense. They need to block the pass rush. All, all the fundamentals they did right last week. But like, what, what, like, if they win, if they win tomorrow, what will the story be? heading into Monday and then the week against the Commanders and the trade
2: deadline on Tuesday. Give me sort of like a broad
4: view, like Pats win and what happens. Pats win,
2: season not over. And, huh, maybe, is there a way? I know there's some people already trying to pave a path to the postseason, pave a path to 500. Evan Lazar over on Patriots.com is big on that. Um, They're 2-5. and
3: Path math.
2: Yeah, path math and all that. I think it's all stupid. Um, But, like, it's... They need to win. They need to prove that that was not a one-off aberration because I keep telling you in the um, counter of really hideous games to, huh, really impressive win, they're 1-2 and on the year, right? They have a really impressive win against the Bills, and they were hideous against the Saints and the Cowboys. So you're still not even breaking even on that ledger of great to terrible. So this would be a really big-boy good win again. Um, and I think it would ignite something because if you beat two teams that over the course of the last month at some point have been considered the best team in football or one of the best teams in football, it's going to change the way people think about you. And uh, they'll go back and look at that Eagles game and say, wow, they almost beat the Eagles. This Patriots seems pretty good. They had that little valley in the middle, but they're pretty good. That will be the mentality. The exact, okay, that's that's what I was looking for.
4: Like the whole idea that we're going to get, hey, we'll start to reframe those losses at the beginning. This is yep. like, yeah, they hung with Miami. They probably yep. could have could have tied that one up. Yeah, yep, they probably should have beat the like. We'll, yep, and it might that's be what stupid. I'm saying. This game is so big because we could possibly think of the team, how they've played thus far, the losses and the wins, and the way things are going forward differently. It may mean we think differently about Mac Jones, Bill Belichick, the way the team played, the trade deadline, etc. Yep. Now, give me the reframe on how we'll think about the team. If they lose, and you it's all over.
2: <laughs> it's all over. Don't talk paths. Season's over. Trade everybody. Get a high draft pick like that. I mean, two and six. That's really and I don't. Then then it won't even matter if you beat the Commanders and the Giants. Like the hole will just be too deep. But you steal two before the stretch of winnable games, and you can at least. Fathom the possibility that you might be playing meaningful football in December.
4: I like it. I like it a lot, Andy. All right, to the phones we go. Let's see what our fair Foxborough faithful has to say about this. How do you think things are going to play out tomorrow, folks? And what do you see happening? Should the Patriots win or should the Patriots lose on the season? This is a very important game for the New England Patriots and not just because it is against a divisional foe. 617 779 7937 is the phone number. Uh, let's, Hey, there. Old Mike and Woodburn is on the phone. What's up, Mike?
0: Hey, how are you guys? How are you, buddy? Good. Good. I just want to make two points. Uh, you were talking about football, going to flag football. I don't think that will ever happen. The first point is they basically took the fighting away in hockey, but there still is hitting in hockey. You can still hit. Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, in football, if I was an owner, why would I guarantee a contract if there's no hitting? If there's no point of seriously getting injured, why would you, as an owner, would you guarantee contracts? One of the biggest reasons why you guarantee contracts is because you can get seriously hurt.
2: No, that's why they don't have guaranteed contracts.
0: No, that's why the high-priced All-Stars... The, the big players get contracts get those contracts but if there's no hitting there's no there's no point of there, you, you ain't gonna get hurt so why as an owner why would you guarantee a contract then
2: no you have it back the reason nfl contracts are not guaranteed is because of the risk of injury and they can't afford to be holding all those contracts whereas in basketball or baseball, you're going to be available. 99% of the time, you're going to be physically available to play out the contract. The players want the guaranteed contracts because a bird in the hand is worth two in the bush, right? Like, you want mm-hmm. your money, and you know how much you're going to get. And I think when you go down the road of flag football, if let's just say Tyreek Hill is the best flag football player on the planet. If he's still playing, sure. Maybe it's yeah, well, yeah, It Could it's be prob- Justin Jefferson. No, Insert it's probably a stud receiver here. Yeah, it's probably a fourth grader. It's probably somebody you know, or 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 an embryo. It's it's probably we're that far away from this really coming to fruition, but let's just use Tyree Kill as that sort of example. All right. In flag football, he's the most valuable asset. He's the LeBron. He is the guy you have to get, and you're going to guarantee him a five year deal for. 500 million dollars because you know he, makes he could plays. he could he could tear an ACL. I mean injuries can still happen in all sports. Sure. Like you Kevin Durant missed a year with the torn Achilles, but he's going to come back. He's going to be available. He's not likely to do it more than once like those real bad injuries. And I I think that's the direction it's going to go and I think the owners will be willing to because they're not going to have to eat a bunch of contracts where all these guys are hurt and out for the year. They don't have a team and they're on the hook for all this money. Like I, I just think that's the way this is going to trend with these businesses. And by the way, the businesses are just mm-hmm. the players too. I consider the player a business. Well, He's his, we, you know, th- Ty Law have, Inc. Yeah, we have definitely
4: gotten into. And thanks for the call,
2: Mike. We have definitely
4: gotten into the the land, the time, the era of players as businesses, players yeah. as entities and franchises in and um in and unto themselves. Tom, I mean, we had one for twenty years who went from just the aw shucks kid taking one ninety nine ultimate football Cinderella story who was underrated coming out of college to becoming the greatest of all time, who in the latter part of his career became a massive franchise unto himself and then only put more shine on his business and brand when he left the Patriots, went down to Tampa and won another Super Bowl. Now, of course, you know, TB12, now TBRX, blah, blah, blah. 50% really off ga- I
2: saw <laughs> online <from> the merchandise. <laughs> At
4: least that, and then some. But you know what I mean? Like, that. that's what these guys, all. they all have their logos now. They all have their places to all go. and branding.
2: NIL, all that is yeah, exactly. preparing... It's not just Caleb Williams who's the extreme example. Who's like, yeah, I right. might not come out if I don't like the team, or I want Whatever. some equity in the team. Well, every quarterback that. has ever a deal. Every college quarterback right now, I'm guessing, I'm, I'm saying this without actually having checked it, but every major college quarterback has some nil deal. He's making it's pretty money sound easy.
4: speculation, dare I say, as well, yeah. Andy. And the guaranteed money in question, I think that 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 Mike may have been speaking to, could very well have been like the big, co- like these guys, the stars that are looking for more more front end money in the NFL but as far as you know guarantee like fully guaranteed contracts you'll you've you've only really seen one that's massive and that's Deshaun Watson's and I know the Browns and every other NFL is still brewing the day that they put yep. pen to paper on that one but you're never going to you're never going to see those you see them in other sports because there's less risk for you know grievous bodily harm or light uh, career altering injury as there is in the NFL but it would be interesting to see before we jump to our next call it would be interesting to see if, in fact, they did switch to something like flag, which has less likelihood of catastrophic injury, how the contractual situations
2: would change. I'd, I would definitely be here for that. And not just, by the way, the the catastrophic injuries, but also the who that guy got the crap kicked out of him for two years. He's not the same player, whether it's Gronk, Ben Coates, Derrick Henry, whoever you want to say. Running backs are a perfect
4: yes. example. And you did Christian McCaffrey. Earlier.
2: If he doesn't get hit. Yeah. Oh, my
4: God. Sign me up. Yeah, DeMarco Murray, remember? Five years, he's the best running back in football. All of a sudden, Dallas is like, we think we put too many miles on your tires. You can go to Philadelphia now, it's not, He's not, he's, and he's half the man. Would Barry Sanders have retired? Oh, my at, God, at the Barry Sanders
2: in flag football would embarrass you. Oh my God. Where's his flag? It's in the so front. Great. It's in the back. He's spinning. Stop spinning. Where's your damn flag? I can't grab your flag if you keep moving like this.
4: Speaking of which, tomorrow, let's hope uh, New, England, New England's best flag football player, Demario Douglas, has himself a day. Going to be tough, though, with that revived... Uh, Dolphins secondary that could see Jalen Ramsey return to action, slot corner, underrated slot corner Nick Needham come back to action, Javon Holland, Xavier Howard, depending on how he's feeling. A very tough matchup indeed for your Patriots tomorrow. But I've got some Foxborough faith, and you know who else has Foxborough faith, Andy? Uh,
2: no, Wayne, Wayne. South Boston,
0: yeah, out yeah, Andy, what is a the... oh. All right, listen, real quick, Fritzy, if we want to win this game, right? And we, we need do. to win this game. Number yeah, one, yeah. we need to win the game. And if you want to win this game, just listen to me. All right? Okay. got to do these two most important things. Double cover Tyreek. Number one. Number okay. two, come at them like you did last week, relentlessly. Because that guy, Tua, gets rid of the ball really quick. Really quick. So we need to, you know, bundle it up, as they say. Go after them. Go after the quarterback as much as you can. Every time they see us at the quarterback, somebody coming up on the quarterback where he gets a little nervous because that's the only way we're going to be able to beat them. You know what I mean? If they leave Tyreek White, oh, he's going to bip, bip, oh, and it's going to be over. They need this. If they win this game, remember, that means they beat all three in the AFC. All three
4: all three Correct? teams in the AFC East would have been defeated. The Patriots would then, while still only owning a 3-5 and five record, wayno would have a 3-1 record in the division, which would help if they could string more wins together. Now, notoriously, Bill Belichick has been excellent in defending or at least limiting Tyreek Hill, usually putting John Jones and sometimes John Jones and some safety help over the top, not letting Tyreek beat him deep. Andy pointed out earlier that the Patriots busted out a GTFB-style defense, which incorporated three safeties earlier in the season, which actually helped out a lot, maybe save even for the darn uh, Mac Jones interception, and that Mostert 43-yard scamper for six, I would say the defense played quite effectively earlier in the season, uh, week two, at Gillette Stadium as well, Andy. I think they'll be able to generate some pass rush, maybe not as much as last week. Uh, you know, you're know, you down to Uche again. You should have Keon White back. I know that Dietrich Wise was on the injury report, but he should be good to go tomorrow. And Barmore is there. Uh, Godshow is off the injury report. Because Miami's offensive line is in as bad a shape right now as the Patriots' offensive line was worse. just a couple weeks ago. Yeah,
2: yeah, I think this is even worse because they're missing. Thank you for the call, some of the Wayne. some of the Patriots. We were like, oh, who's good? Who like they knew who they they know Teron Armstead. They invested whatever eighty million dollars or a hundred million dollars in him to be uh, mm-hmm. their guy. He's out. Isaiah Wynn, which apparently he's been good at guard for them. I'm not going to pretend I've watched all the Dolphins games, but that's a loss for them. Um, yeah, they're they're in a tough spot. So this is sort of a, a battle of attrition on the, the trenches here. The Dolphins offensive line, Patriots defensive front, um, no Judon, no Uche, as you said, but Barmore has been coming on. And if Barmore can dominate, uh, that opens things up for other guys who maybe aren't quite capable of winning their battles. But if they're fixated on Barmore and doubling him, Maybe that gets Keon White free. Maybe that gets a Blitzer free. So, Anthony Jennings has been showing up more and more as this year has worn on, uh, both against the run and a little bit against the pass. So, yeah, right? it, I mean, it's if you can if you can double Tyreek, take him out of the game, and make to his life hard. I agree with Wayne. That is a nice first step towards maybe pulling off a win. Certainly on that side of the ball in that matchup.
4: Tua gets the ball out rather quickly. The Dolphins use motion on 85 to 90% of their plays, which is a great tactic for Mike McDaniel to both, A, be able to read and gauge the coverage, but, B, to try to keep people moving so he can quickly get the ball out because he knows he has some offensive line issues as well. Great chess, great theater tomorrow. You know McDaniel reveres Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick obviously wants to get the job done against the grease pencil uh, gridiron genius. That is Mike McDaniel tomorrow as well. Uh, uh, It would just be... It would be great for the Patriots in a million different ways. It would shake the season up, and it would almost be on par with this season that seems wildly overserved at this point, where each and every week you have no idea what's going to happen. For example, tomorrow, I can't tell you what's going to happen in possibly the game of the week, which you should be watching with the sound off tomorrow in the 4 o'clock window. That would be Cincinnati at San Francisco while you listen to Fitzy and Hart on the Six Rings postgame show. Because since he's coming off the bye week, they're as healthy as they're going to be. I'm expecting the best effort possible from Joe Burrow but Brock Purdy was supposed to be out. He just cleared concussion protocol. Now they're going to start him. And this is after he got his bell mm. rung on Monday night. Did you see that hit in the scrum? Yeah.
2: yeah. and uh, I wouldn't
4: play him tomorrow, man. I'd give Darnold the shot. But I guess they, they want to win every week. Tua
2: is a cautionary tale for the uh, 49ers right now. Be careful. because yes, That's a great he's point. he's your young quarterback who I don't know how great he is long term. But he's your guy. He wins for you right now. I don't think you want to go to Sam Darnold. But it'd be better to go to Sam Darnold for one game than to go to Sam Darnold for the rest of the season. And they, they need to be careful. And, again, this is a conversation we wouldn't be having 50 years from now when it's the flag football version of the National Football League.
4: Last call before we catch a break and offer final thoughts on Patriots and Dolphins and the rest of a very interesting week eight in the NFL. Mac is in Connecticut. He wants to talk Patriots wide receivers. What's up, Mark?
0: Hey, Fitzy uh, Hart. How are you guys doing tonight? How good. are you, brother? Uh, we're good, brother. Um, so I really think that if Bill O'Brien can come up with a game plan, just like he did versus the Bill, similar, uh, that – they can win. They, they can absolutely win. You got to get our guy pop a lot of, a lot of targets, a lot of motion. But um, I talked to Evan Lazar over the uh, past couple of days, and well, is there a way that they can trade and get out of Juju Smith-Schuster's contract? You know, and get more Jalen Rager, KeShawn Butte involved? Because I just think that Juju, at this point, even Parker, are just kind of no names and busts at this point. Is there any way that? heart that they can get out of these contracts without taking a huge hit trade them whatever cut them i don't know
2: well yeah you can trade him and trade the salary you're still on the um hook for the so i just did a quick i don't know these numbers off the top of my head but juju had like a eight million dollar signing bonus so over a three-year deal that's a cap hit of you know two and change you'll still be on the hook for that and potentially some of this other guaranteed money without breaking it down yeah. the problem is finding somebody that wants to inherit the salaries We're both. Why do we want to get rid of Juju Smith-Schuster and Devontae Parker?
4: You're not getting rid of Juju, real quick. Yes, they stink. Who wants a stinky receiver? I don't know what you're going to do with him, Andy. But just real quick to back up uh, your assessment or speculation there, Juju. It was three years, twenty-five and a half million. The signing bonus was seven point nine. Average salary eight point five. Guaranteed at signing sixteen million dollars. So if you were to just cut him free now and say sorry, it ain't working, even if you try to fight things out with some sort of in- injury designation or, insu- I don't know, insurance, or anything crazy and wild like that, that would be a $16 million
2: well, no, That's a lot more. That's the a lot more than Parker. The 2024 salary is guaranteed. That's part of the guaranteed money, so you would be trading that. That's my point. I don't know who in, any, who in their right mind is going to trade for uh 2024 salary of $7 million. Who wants a, it, a guaranteed $7 million for next year? Like... Uh, Juju looks like toast to me and you're yeah, going to inherit he's got nothing left.
4: That knee is, it's been an issue. He should have been, I mean, in large part, I hate to say it, he probably should have been on the injury report as people have said, speculated throughout the season that maybe this knee is much worse than we expected. But I think they've tried to a game it and, you know, tough it out and B it would be a terrible look if he was given some sort of nagging designation. Maybe they're able to sort of like uh skirt or shirk some sort of rule or designation, I don't know. I'm not saying anything. No, nobody should find the Patriots or dock a draft pick or anything like that. I don't know exactly what's going on, but it's been a mess. And as far as Parker goes, Andy, the numbers on when they don't throw the ball to Parker, uh, HTR old pal Brian Barrett on this one, whenever they throw the ball to him less than four times a game, I think they're seven and three or eight and three. And when they throw the ball to him more than four times a game, (laughs) they're one and eight. I like last week.
2: Last week was a simple. They threw it to him once. Now, to be fair, it was on the the drive where they won the game. But yeah, keep those lum- numbers low because, as much as he thinks it's 80 20 when you throw mm-hmm. it to him, it is not. It's it 20 80. It's 20 80. <laughs> but yeah, I don't think you can yeah. trade him because I know. Someone has to want them and you're you you you're on the hook. They're new contracts, so there is dead money. Yeah, I like guess. I don't know. Whoever's running the uh, the wide receiver decisions in terms of signing and trading and letting go and all the things they've been doing at receiver, it has. Oh, that's Bill Belichick. I'm being told in my ear. Uh, that's that's not gone well of late.
4: No, not so much as well. Play the young guys. Kendrick is born again. Let's have a little pop culture with Pop Douglas. Uh, Jalen Rager's been working really hard. He's been making the right plays. He got the Bill Belichick. Nobody works harder. First in, first out. Uh, tongue bath or at least praise uh, and accolades this week from him. You need it and of course like we said earlier involve those tight ends see if you can strike miami over the middle get that short passing game going you got to establish the run game tomorrow make some plays from under center they did a lot of play action last week which was highly effective and yes of course the two big 25 yard or more catches from the burgeoning legend or living legend that is Farrell brown should help as well going to be a very entertaining game tomorrow andy i for one can't wait and we will break it all down for you on the six rings post game show immediately following Pats at Finns from Fraud Rock Stadium in Miami Gardens. 617-779-7937. There's your telephone number. We'll be back in just a couple of minutes with final thoughts and to put a bow on this puppy, it's Fitzy and Hart on a Saturday here on W E E I.
2: Now get 0% APR or up to $1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.
4: Okay, final thoughts here on a Saturday afternoon edition of Fitzy and Hart. The Six Rings boys here with you today for a couple hours to get you ready for Finns and Patriots. Tomorrow, 1 o'clock kick on the Central Broadcasting System. We'll be here tomorrow, 4 o'clock on, about 4 till 7.30 until we throw you to Westwood One's coverage of Sunday Night Football. On the Six Rings postgame show, Cadillac, Fourier, Belichick Live, Mac Jones Live, and so much more. We're expecting a zesty one from Miami Gardens tomorrow. Andy, we keep hearing that the one Patriot that could be traded is Josh Uche. Could possibly more Patriots be traded if the Patriots lose tomorrow. Who do you think?
2: Yeah, I don't rule anything out. Um, Mm -hmm. Again, I always go back to football is not as much like baseball, or not yet anyway. Uh, Keep an eye on the Titans, because the Titans could be changing that trend. Um, They traded Kevin Bayard. There's rumblings about um, D hop that he mm-hmm. canceled an autograph signing. Cause he wanted to mm-hmm. make sure, you know, he didn't sign something as like a Titans receiver and be traded immediately. Um, so they're an interesting team. They could be a real seller. I don't think the Patriots are going to be like, tear it down, get rid of everybody. You still need to play a season. It's not baseball. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Uche I think is an interesting one. I can't envision on Wenu the way you've solidified no. the line. He, he's an expiring contract. So, I mean, in theory he would be one. I, I can't, and I don't really envision Duggar. Um, so, yeah, these reports about Uche make a little bit of sense here. Mm-hmm. But I can't see all those guys. Uh, Hunter Henry is a name that gets bandied no about a lot. Gasicki has been bandied about. Your guy, Bill Barnwell, was big on Kendrick Bourne earlier in the year. No I way. can't imagine you'd do that. I these just are can't... the guys
4: that are trying right now.
2: Right. I can't envision that. So I don't think it'll be a ton. Uche is certainly one. Um, And maybe a surprise one because he's Belichick and you just never know what he's going to do. And maybe he says, I don't like this guy anymore, but it's not going to be Juju and Devontae Parker. You're not going to get your hopes fulfilled there, the caller had. All right, we got to wrap.
4: So, Andy, score prediction for tomorrow. I've got Patriots 24, Dolphins 23.
2: 28 to 17, Dolphins. Uh, It was fun while it lasted this week. Ah, ye of little Foxborough faith. We'll see which one of us was more correct and which one of us is the true fraud.
4: And he says it's me. I look to be proven correct tomorrow. We'll catch you tomorrow on the Six Rings postgame show. Good job, Terp. Good job, Zach. Take care, everyone. Enjoy your Saturday night. Enjoy World Series game two, some college football. We'll talk to you tomorrow, 10 a.m. It's the NFL Sunday with Gresham company. And then, of course, Six Rings at 4 o'clock. Go Pats.
3: Brands like Stearns and Foster, Temper pedic Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment. Down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.
6: We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing, and once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them. With more coming in, but we also know a BEV is not for everyone